Hi, everybody. And tonight we are doing Uncle Frank, the new Amazon Prime film. Uncle Frank. Anyone know about Uncle Frank? Anyone hear about these things happening in Uncle Frank? Um, okay, start with you. No, I no hasn't come across my. You need to watch this on Amazon Prime. Just need I even ask if you uh, had uh, heard of this? No, this is you're gonna surprise. I'm already surprised. I did know oh, about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, only because I'm watching a show on Amazon Prime, and Amazon's like, you should watch this movie every every time um, I watch an next <laughs> okay, episode. That makes sense so now. that's yeah, why. You like to promote? Wait, it. which show are you watching, Jess? It's called um, Orphan Black. Oh yeah, yeah. British? No, I think it's Canadian. Like the the main character is British, but I think oh, okay. it might be a, a Canadian TV show. Gotcha. No, no, yeah. Such thing. I've heard of that show, but never. I don't watch that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of everything that we're going to be doing for the rest of the year is going to be available on some streaming platform. We've got a lot of new things packed in that are either Prime, Hulu, Netflix, or some HBO stuff. When we get to the end of the month, we'll talk more about that. Uh, I think mm. there's a Disney Plus review coming up. So everything for the rest of the month is all new, all streaming, except for our host pick and uh, you know our special episodes. But uh, Uncle Frank, this is this episode. In 1973, teenage Beth Bledsoe leaves her rural southern hometown to study at New York University, where her beloved Uncle Frank is a revered literature professor. She soon discovers that Frank is gay and living with his longtime partner, Wally, an arrangement that he has kept secret for years. Uh, and then more stuff happens later on, which we can talk about <laughs> when we get to spoilers in a second. Because if you have not seen Uncle Frank, it is on Amazon Prime. Nice 90-minute watch. Uh, possible awards. Some good acting performances in here. It's a fairly well-received movie, kind of in the high 70s across the board. So on Amazon Prime, if you have any interest, uh, we are spoiling it now. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria. And those are the plot the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, as I said, we start with the Bledsoe family in Creekville, South Carolina, uh, and they are like uh, yeah, a fairly stereotypical southern family, I would say, and they're in their small town and southern behaviors. family, yeah, small town southern family, uh, and you can tell immediately at this kind of family get together. There's all these old family members. There's the the guy who's in charge of the family daddy mac and mama uh and then you got like all the all the you know c- kids and the cousins and, and like a, an old aunt and their aunt butch uh so you got a whole you know you got that's her name they got a whole yep. crew of people in there and you can tell pretty quickly on that the black sheep of the family is frank he's kind of off to the side uh and uh daddy mac seems to speak poorly of him and uh kind of kind of shits on them they all seem to have that a little bit but daddy mac leads that and our point of view character is beth uh and she is an 18 year old girl i guess she's a little younger at the beginning here because we flash forward to a couple years later but um she's like our point of view character she's uh, i think the old is she the oldest daughter she's like the oldest kid in this group um, and she kind of likes uh, Frank. She doesn't understand why people are so mean to him. Uh, fast forward to when she goes to college in New York, and Frank is a white professor at the college she goes to, uh, New York University. Uh, and he re- or she finds out that he is gay, which is something that no one in the family knows, and he is kept secret with... Uh, he's got this uh, roommate uh, woman who poses as <laughs> both, his, both his wife as well as his actual boyfriend's uh, wife. Uh, to, you know, so, and she's a lesbian, so they all kind of got their own little understanding going on to 
keep their families off their back, I guess. So the reason that they all have like a catalyst to for something to happen in this is uh, we get word that Daddy Mac has died. The old patriarch of the family has died, so they got to return to South Carolina. Uh, Frank and Beth do, and it's uh, it's you know Wally wants to come, but you know no one knows that Frank's gay except for Beth, who's the most understanding member of the family. So it's gonna be that kind of movie where he's got a he's he's gay and family doesn't like that, and he's got past. There you go. That's a good starting off point. Um, yeah. Jess, what do you think of the plot of this movie? Um, so going into this movie, I thought just from the trailers or the commercials I've seen um, when this was previewed. I thought it was going to be all about Beth and I guess how Beth, I guess, learns from it or understands it or like how her relationship with Frank like changes Beth's view of the world. That's not really the case. Beth is just like nice and agreeable the entire movie and really has not, not much to do with her at all. So despite her being a main character, she really is pretty flat. But it, it is all about Frank and his relationship with the family. And I really enjoyed it um this is i think one of the few movies we watched that has a lot of depth and meaning to it so i feel like i i needed something like this to watch in 2020 like something that's a, a little deeper and um just really touching and i i enjoyed this watch it could have gone so many ways and i don't think it was super predictable there was twists and turns that i didn't see coming plots that i really appreciated seeing points of views so I, I'm going to give this a four or five, I think. Oh, wow. Pretty high up there at the start. I'm um, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with a lot of what Jess has said. I, it's a little story piece. And I in the beginning, I think it does have a bit to do with Beth because she was going to go down the same path as everybody else in small town, whereverville. And, um, you know, her talking with Uncle Frank is what led her to be able to apply herself and you know, go to NYU as opposed to going to wherever it was, Mississippi State, or I don't even, I don't even remember what, what state did they live in? They live in South Carolina. Like South Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, like, so Creekville, it would be like, you know, South no Carolina. Creek. Right. Yeah, where's the creek? Yeah. Um, but Creekville we do... University. <laughs> Creekville uh, Community College. So I think that there is, and so there is, that's a little tease with, that we don't get uh, satisfaction with, and I think that's that's one of the problems with the plot. The only, the secondarily, secondarily, second problem secondary. with the plot. Yes. I, <laughs> secondary. There we the go. Number two um, problem. The, <laughs> right. Is, is the end. Uh, we can talk about that later. Otherwise, I think that this is a really um, good ride. It's uh, an interesting, it's, it's an interesting story. And there are some twists and turns that, I wasn't expecting, and I like that in the movie. Also, it seemed very genuine. Um, there's a lot of, like, this family seemed like a regular type of, you know, Southern family that lives in a small town. And uh, the characters rang true, but they didn't go overboard and, and become, you know, uh, a stereotype, I don't think, of other characters. And I think that's due to the acting. Once we get into the characters and the actors a little bit, I think that we can talk about that. But um, so I'm going to land on a four for the plot. Yeah, this is, before we go any further, written and directed by Alan Ball, who is a gay man, and he was born in Marietta, Georgia. So I would not be surprised if there are traces of autobiography in here. He's in his 60s, so he would have been right. he would have been around Uncle Frank's age, maybe a little a little younger. But 
yeah, he's also wrote American Beauty. He did Six Feet Under and True Blood, so he's got uh, some decent credits. Uh, I like. I'm mostly with Mama K. I uh, as far as like I like the first half, and we're getting we start off good. Um, the twists I mostly saw coming. Maybe one. Maybe one thing kind of well. Nah, kind of. I, I mostly saw what was coming in this one, and I don't <coughs> think it. Uh, the ending is great. I get what it's trying to do, and I, I kind of like. I like it's. I like what it's saying at the end. I just don't know if I like how uh, it feels kind of rushed or wrapped up too quickly. Maybe. Um, yeah. But I do. Yeah, I yeah. like what it's saying when we get to the end because the, I read uh, critical things on this and like what people liked and didn't like, and a lot of the critical stuff is about the end. But it, I don't. I don't think I really have mm. the same take as why i don't like the end but we'll get to that when we get to the resonance and feel um good story though uh the acting of i think when we get to characters in a second paul bettany is quite quite good in this he has obviously the most to work with i recognize pretty much everyone in this cast this is a great great strong cast um but i like the first half story more than when we get to just kind of road trip return story i thought we were going to stick with uh I thought maybe what you were saying, Jess, we were going to stick with Frank and Beth, the two of them in New York, maybe. And like Beth would be a more of a main character. She's more of the audience surrogate character. She's like, um, she, she's like, uh, what's, what's his name in Gatsby? Like it's called the great Gatsby and Gatsby's the main character, but really it's Nick, uh, Nick Carraway's the thing or like Ferris Bueller's yeah. day off or Ferris Bueller is not the actual narrator guy. So it's kind of like that. Um, I give the plot like a three, four, Five. It's. I think it's a little. Uh, gets a little melodramatic at the times. Not quite my taste, but uh, it's still well executed. Good. Good first half, especially. And now these characters, which we have couple, Frank and Beth, have already talked about. Wally is Frank's boyfriend. Uh, you've got Mike, his brother. Kitty, the mom of uh, Beth. Mama and Daddy Mac are the parents. Aunt Butch is that older lady. And then we got some other people, a couple other smaller family members, people in uh, that, that that one guy in New York, that one kid. I can't remember his name. Uh, back to you, Mama Kay. What do you think of these uh, characters? Yeah. You know, these are all people that I think that if you watch this movie, you're used to seeing these people in a lot of other roles. And this is actually like... If you get to be on a set for something, this would be something I would pick to be on a set for. Because all of these people are really, they're not like super, you wouldn't call them like bonzo A-list actors, but they're so good at what they do. Uh, You have such good character actors. Judy Greer, um, I don't know that she has a whole lot to do here, but what she does is good. Steven Root brings a, a nuance to the Mac Daddy character which is so hard. First of all, Mac Daddy's like Chris Cross from the nineties. And I have a hard time relating that to this character, but um, I don't think that's what they were going for, but yeah, I don't think it's what they were going for either, but somebody should have thought of that. Cause every time they said his name, I was doing, you know, nineties hip hop in my, in my head. Um, yeah, not, not like daddy Mac at all again, but not like Mac daddy, daddy Mac. I don't know what I called him, but it was one of those crisscross. And, you know, Steve Zahn, I love watching him in what he in what he does. So all of these characters and then you have Paul Bettany, who really, you know, I only know him from a few things and everything that I see him in. I really like him, but he's a little different in this character. And I think he really was able to kind of maybe he was able to hit it home because of Alan Ball's involvement in this and the writing and the directing and probably, you know, basically telling him this is sort of my story a little bit. I wish that uh, the girl's character, Beth, I wish 
we had a little bit more for her to do on the back end of this movie and i think that that would have helped but i think what i think she was really great in her role and seeing the old great grandma i don't know what we call her and the woman who plays Mama, isn't she great wherever she Margo is? Margaret Martindale? I don't know her she's name. She's the best. She's yeah. always great. <laughs> she's so good every time Every time you watch her. And all of these characters are. There's a little bit of, of uh, you know, of characterization that, you know, you're like, okay, I get that each one has to be a little, a little different. Oh, we forget to talk about the sister who's actually the one who knew that he was gay. Oh, Neva? Yeah, and and that she thought that her husband would be cool with it, and then when, uh, when the yeah. whole thing comes out at the end, he winds up being the one that's not cool with it. Which okay, that's could I could have probably seen that coming a little bit because somebody had to be not cool with it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, this had road trip in it, so I was I was really in. Uh, there were some times within. Well, I guess we can talk about the next time. But the characters, um, I thought they were they were great. I like them. I think the best part in this movie. It. I'm going to give them a four point five. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I agree. I think the best parts of the characters as well. Frank and Wally, hands down, oh, were Wally, both so, so good. good. Yeah. yeah, so good. Wally was I so forgot good. about him. I watch this with my mom, and just his one-liners, like, just made me and my mom crack up. Yeah. Um, like, when he was at the motel, and he told the clerk that he was a nephew, <laughs> he both died. <laughs> And her concern was such, for the little girl. I mean, for the 18-year-old yeah, girl. Yeah, and he's just, like, such a cute, friendly character. And you can tell he really, really cares for Frank and their relationship. Like, right. he would go through anything just to, you know, make the relationship stronger. And he's just such a lovable guy. Frank, he did a really good job as well. Um, I didn't well, – I guess you could have hinted it, but I didn't really think that he had trauma in his life with his, his – um, experience of being gay when he was younger and how that kind of shaped his drinking and like how he views his family and everything um i like how they unraveled that and he did yeah such a good job you know show so showing such vulnerability to that and then it all comes full circle in the end um the side whoever played kitty that lady is in like literally every single movie i've yeah, seen in my life. Yeah, and she there. never she never gets older <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't she's been the same age for 25 years yeah she looks exactly the same and mama that killed me when she when she told frank like your father loved you very much yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> at the end it's like nobody <laughs> really did it yeah. such an asshole. <laughs> that's the party line though i mean that's always the party line right no matter what you know he's gone now but he loved you very much and it's like i was surprised he was gonna be like in his own I way know, he had one... triple say in it but you know he <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. no exactly <laughs> so that it already hurt when they had the will conversation but that even like put like a knife in your gut and then churned it even more yeah. <laughs> just because she said that but no all the other characters were like you said typical kind of southern family members um i kind of wanted to know more about beth too like if there was any instances of her with her friends like just trying to figure out why she's different or she had different experiences because we all know she doesn't get along with like the neighborhood kids but like you know what her day-to-day kind of is like again she more of is kind of like along literally along for the ride the entire movie she just smiles and says yes and is nice to everyone and that's that's basically (laughs) what she does so yeah i i would like to have seen more more of that she gets a really good scene though when they're in the uh when the car breaks down and they have to go to the fix-it shop 
and that guy tries yeah. to like i don't know what that is like 1960s hit on her which is really awful Ugh. and she has a really great you know little speech that she gives him and, well, and that, wally and says, wally and frank burst out laughing it's pretty good right yeah wally's reaction to that was wally's <laughs> gold just, wally's so good <laughs> Yeah. Well, he is perfect. I think I'm going to stick with the four or five. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Why I liked it so much at the beginning is that Frank, Beth, and Wally are like intensely likable. Even even Frank, who's the most obviously three dimensional character because he gets you know everything to do. Um, they're so like it's it's they're so uh, rootable. The, like that little trio all the way till they meet the, the family, and then you know it's it they, then that's when the melodrama part sets in, and you know he has the drinking relapse and the flashbacks to the that's all stuff that I saw coming. Like he drinks because he had some. Sort sort of experience and then he's, um, what's the thing his dad probably caught him because his dad hates him and no one else seems to understand the same thing and yeah that's what happened the dad caught him with the but it goes beyond that i mean i i thought the same thing that that was predictable that the dad was going to catch him but what happens after that you know i think that's a little more uh i suppose i soul crushing i i i when we get to visual and sound next i have a lot to say about that the scene the will reading scene um but the like, Fre- like Paul Bettany gives an amazing, awesome performance. He'll he should get nominated probably, especially in such a weak year. Uh, he kind of carries yeah. this, and if it weren't for his performance, this would be I would not like this as much. I think it would be too uh, too too just melodrama is the best way I could really describe it. B- Beth is is once I realize she's the audience surrogate, I don't expect a whole lot more from her, and I think she does good in that role. She's not the character we're going to learn about. She's us learning about everyone else. Uh, Wally, right. great all the time. Every time Wally's on the screen, awesome. Love Wally. Uh, Love Wally. And then, <laughs> and then the family is just made up of like some of my favorite character actors. So even though I don't think anyone's... Right. No one did the best that I've seen any of them do, but they're all... I like all of them outside. And so when they're all here together... When Steve's on, Judy Greer, Margot Martindale, and Stephen Root are the family, yeah. I'm like, well, okay, I love all of them in other things. So that makes yeah. me love this. Don't you want to be in that living room, though? Because that living room was insane. And all those like, people... These are such great people. Yeah, and like you said, like, not, no one's going to... Not characters, Most people actors. who aren't, like devout movie watchers are gonna be like 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 jess like uh that girl jude the the, the redhead girl she's in everything all the time I'm like yes all of the family members are in stuff all the time and they're not but none of them are yeah. the, the headliners none of them are like a-listers but they're they've all been around for 30 yeah. years doing great character work so i think i like them all there but i just wish i don't know i i don't think the family i think the family's somewhat underwritten especially when we get the wrap-up it's just headlined by frank punctuated nicely by Wally and Beth. Beth is a good audience surrogate. So I'm at like a four for the characters led by those three. Uh, visual and sound. Uh, back to you, Jess. Um, I think the strongest visual I have is where Frank was super vulnerable. He was at the graveyard. He stole mm. flowers from his dad's grave and he went to um, a kid Sam's yeah. grave and he just starts crying and he's like, please forgive me. And I'm just like, oh, that... That touched me. That was the flowers and then seeing him, you know, being back to his, or I guess a relapse of alcoholism and just all curled up. And that was hard to watch. And then Wally coming over, be like the best person in the world, like completely being his rock there. That was such a good scene to watch. Um, That was definitely a five out of five. 
Um, I think the road trip overall was pretty cool. Like just watching them in the old cars and driving in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, let me think. I liked. And I liked his New York apartment. Like, wherever that was in New yeah. York, that was such a nice apartment in such that a cool area. was huge. Yeah, it was it's huge. And ginormous. for being in the 70s, it was decorated really nicely. Like, you think you'd have, like, <laughs> wallpaper or, like, bad curtains. But it was, like, such a funky apartment. Ahead of the times. <laughs> they had yeah. a great... Their dining table was... Well, I would put that in my house right now with those chairs. <laughs> That's mid-century yeah. perfection right there. No, I want that apartment. Um, <laughs> is there any other scene that really... I think those were the, the top things that I really think about with visuals in this. Yeah, the, la- the lake, the motel the lake, scene. Yeah. There's some good oh, motel yeah, yeah. scenes. Um, yeah. Right, the lake was really good. And that's where it all comes together. And Wally knew to drive to the lake because I'm, I'm sure uh, he's heard that, mm-hmm. that story yeah. from Frank. Did you guys really think that Frank died when they couldn't find him in the water and he left all his stuff there no i did not yeah i didn't think so either i mean i might have had a little bit of like okay but no if we're talking about like twisty kind of stuff the only thing that truly surprised me was that frank would it has such the self-loathing in him where like when we see when he's the kid he yells at the other kid like we we, i don't want to ever talk to you again like do you want to go to hell and then when he punches Wally at, drunkenly in the hotel, in yeah. the motel room and sc- screaming slurs at him. Like I I didn't expect Frank to be that self-hating and like be and for it to be written and shown that way. And I like that cuz that adds makes him a more a more depthful character. That's the only twisty kind of thing though, like as far as like and he killed himself and and the father <laughs> caught them and he didn't die and he took the flowers from the grave like that's all fine, but that's also all I don't know. That I, That's like the predictable way to go for me. I didn't see that either. And uh, that, my thought escaped me what I was going to say. Never mind. Come back to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to add one more thing and I can't remember what it was. When it comes up, just shout it out. <laughs> yeah. The things that I think of that are twisty are things that actually didn't happen that I sort of expected to. The one twist is that the the kid that he... He and Sam, you know, have a thing in high school. And then the fact that Sam kills himself over it was a twist for me because I think uh, we don't know until that point how much self-loathing there is. And that's sort of what starts for us, the the spiral of him uh, falling back into all of that. Um, so that's something we did see that was a little bit of a twist for me. The twist things were a couple of times... I wasn't sure what was going to happen. They're driving along in the car all happy. Now all of a sudden there's a car driving behind them. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the South. And, and she just talked about him being gay in the, in, in the, um, in the waffle house or whatever. And somebody heard, Mm -hmm. and now they're coming to, you know, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for when Wally's in the, in, in the, uh, phone booth talking to his, his parents, um, overseas and, I'm waiting for somebody to drive up and be like, you don't belong here. And, you know, I thought that him. was going to happen too. I honestly so, thought Wally was going to die. <laughs> yeah. That's, and those were yeah. twists that didn't happen, I guess. And that's why I'm saying that they're kind of twists. I don't know. If um, they could have gotten more cliche and they chose to not do that, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And those, I thought like, 
you know, it was going to be Frank being like, Wally, don't come, don't come. And then Wally comes and then Wally dies. So I thought it was going to be something <laughs> right. like that. I'm surprised right. Wally fared so, so well down there, honestly. I would have expected him to be hassled a little more. I mean, it's it's not, I wouldn't call it a friendly place to him, but I'm surprised he wasn't uh, a little more. Uh... Yeah. You've got more hair on your face than you do on your head. You know, okay. Yeah, but that's like that's like that's like char- like dumb, charming, like racism kind of stuff. Like that's not like uh, yeah, I- that's not that you don't belong here. Spits into a dip cup, like no, I know, but I mean, that's kind of like oh, well, that's very sweet of you to notice all the facial hair I have. Yeah, I I found like the house. Everything seemed very. I mean, I I didn't grow up quite in this era but i came up shortly thereafter and there are things about the screened in porch and then there's holes in the screen and uh there are a lot of little things like that that just make it seem exactly right like this is exactly right um the living room the way it was the apartment in new york the music that they played because they were playing music in the car and and then the visuals once once the lake gets involved that's very visceral for me the visuals that lake it looks it's like the color of iced tea and that's exactly the color of lakes in the south because it's all clay and your swimsuit looks like that color when you come out no matter what color it was when you went in um (laughs) and that was just really like that that lent itself to the flavor of this wasn't people that you know you didn't have to have somebody sitting on the doorstep playing you know dueling banjos or whatever to make it southern this was just southern enough for me uh to make it seem very real and when they go and to and and they're going to the lake and they go down you know this very very long uh what is that called key trail um, path platform what? oh dock well, the platform that goes into the lake yeah the dock that is like a hundred miles long i don't know why but it is all of that you know is v- so visually i don't know pleasing for me and how they you know their things shot from above and then one of the things that i really love is i mean after the old guy dies what happens everybody brings you food and so they kept they shot this scene where all you can see is from the front each lady bringing like a separate really weird 1960s casserole to the wake and i so loved that, that. that i just thought me. like yeah that i remember so... the hot dogs <laughs> yeah the hot dog, the hot dog thing and and then somebody finally brings that you know the bucket of fried chicken i'm like yeah this is what's happening um all that was just like kind of great and then they end up you know all sitting around outside in a circle that was all that all was fine with with me but i did have a problem with the ending so i don't know i think we're gonna need to talk about that a little more having said all that um this category that we're on i'm gonna give it a four uh i i like the stuff you guys like for the most part uh some things that you didn't we didn't mention the distinctness of new york versus or i guess we kind of talk about it but the distinct way it looks between new york and south carolina new york's gray south carolina's yellow New York is cl- everything is pretty close when it's shot. South Carolina's big. You see all the trees. You see all the landscapes when they're driving in. Even when they're in like the yard on the picnic tables, it's all very wide shot. So it's distinct feel uh, when you're in each each place. Same with I like the motel room look. The, those couple of scenes they have. The um, 
we didn't do any really music. I do I do like when uh, Wally hates the music they're playing in the apartment and he turns on his Saudi Arabian <laughs> music. Um, <laughs> that's a. Uh... I like that they're so disparate. Like they have very disparate tastes, but they are definitely a couple that works together. Fra- you know Frank I mean? and Wally like... have an exceptional chemistry. They feel very lived, yeah. very lived in. It, like that when you sometimes have couples in in any movie and like even whether they're the mains or the sides, you, you, sometimes there's chemistry and sometimes there isn't. This feels like a couple that's been together for what is it, 10 years? They feel like yeah. they've been together for 10 years. It's a very lived in world that the two of them make for for each other, which is impressive by both of them. Uh, I guess it's more character stuff. But the scene I wanted to talk about that disappoints me and makes me... I like the writing in this, and I don't know if the directing is... It's okay. There's stuff that's good that we've talked about. But um, the will reading scene should be great. The will reading scene should be the linchpin scene that makes everything work and brings out emotional punches and makes, you know, the flashbacks and the, well, where'd Frank go? Is he going to be okay? Scenes and when he goes to the cemetery. That should all, like, be rolling at that point they the way that sheen is shot is very like stage play feeling none of the actors are moving around uh frank frank tries to give you know he gives his best when the actual will like the words are read that uh he hates his what i don't remember his exact terminology i hate my gay son which is basically what he said in the will basically yeah uh, with in so many words and you know he he does his best with with some some visual like facial acting and and storming out but we are in a room full of talent, and I feel like way more could have been worked around in that scene. And I don't feel like it was it lived up to something that that should have been. Cut and and then I guess ending is it's ending time because Mama came by. Both seem to have some problems with the ending. I'm curious what Jess thinks of it. Uh, my visual and sounds like a three. I think it's only a three. Um, I think there's a lot more that could have been done here. It's more it's more competent than than like good or great for me. Um, the ending though, I mean, after, after the cemetery scene where he, he takes the flowers from his dad and puts it on the grave of the, of the kid who killed himself, he goes back, he, well, he, uh, he makes up with Beth and Wally, uh, which is nice. And they go back to the house and instead of being, you know, freaking out on him, the family is pretty receptive. Uh, uh, Mike, his brother says, no, no, no problem. That's his, that's his way of. That's his way of uh, approving. No problem. Gives him a hug. Kitty's like, "Oh, I have a gay hairdresser. You guys would love each other." I'm like, okay. yeah. Like everyone's acting like kind of pretty close to what you'd act. The old, the old lady's like, uh, uh, "Like, you know, you're gonna go to hell, but I love you." And he's like, "That's <laughs> thank you. That's the best that. you can do, I, and I appreciate that's, it." That's yeah. my favorite. That's my one of my favorite lines of this. Is like, that's the best you can yeah. do, and I appreciate that. Uh, you know, you got the the, hus- the one husband of uh, of uh, Neva who's, who's behind the scenes. He he can't do that. Wait, yeah. so that really was her husband? He looks so young. I thought that was his son. Her no, son. that was Neva. That Bo is Neva's husband. That's what I thought. Yeah, that was yeah. husband. <laughs> you thought he was uh, too young for the. He looked so young, and she looked so old. I thought that it was like her twenty-five-year-old son or something. Oh wow. Yikes. I didn't. I, I. I don't know how old either of the actors are, so I. I. I, I assumed husband as well, but um, uh, yeah, everyone's kind of acting how how you, mostly you would think, but better better than you'd think, but um, you know, with within reason. Uh, and then Wally's introduced to the family. People are fairly receptive to Wally, which is nice. 
the am I missing any like they they accept it and that's pretty much the end, isn't it? Like they they that's I don't think there's do they even go back? It's just kind of how it ends, right? With the family sitting outside. No, they just they end the in the thing... yard outside. Yeah, yeah outside. I I don't like the very very last scene where they're all eating like at a picnic and Beth was like, I remember this day because of the way the wind blowed and everyone or something like that. And I was like, okay, yeah. that needed to be cut off. I I hate when they end on like some very metaphorical note like that. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, and everything's exactly how it should be, and like. It's uh so yeah. Yeah, I was like you could have left that one out. So resonance and feel. Well, okay. What do you what do you have for this? Yeah, I have a high resonance and feel for this movie, even though I really dislike the ending, and I can't. I think as we're talking about it, I'm starting to be able to put my finger more on why because I didn't want it to end in a more melodramatic way, which it could have very easily. Not much more. I mean, how how much more melodramatic could this ending get? This is like ooh. Oh, this is this is like this is us. I'm like, oh god, it's so horrendous. <laughs> I hate that shit. No, well, I I think that well, maybe not melodramatic. I don't know. I don't know how. I th- I feel like this movie didn't have an ending, and he felt like he had to end it, and he didn't want to kill anybody except for the old man. So, <laughs> and the boy. <laughs> so I think that this is how he had to end it. It could have gone, like you said, Wally, I thought Wally might be in, in danger at some point. I thought that there might be a bigger, you know, brouhaha with members of his family um, about the, the announcement that he was gay. So I, I don't know. Um, but having said that without the last probably three to five minutes of the movie um, and a few of the 10 minutes leading up to that. I really, really like this film and it's, I just feel like it's a really nice little capsule of what it was, what it was like then. And when they say phrases like, Oh my gosh, it's 1973. People should be used to this by now. And I'm like, it's 2020 and people are still not used to this, you know, now. So um, it's really an interesting little thing. I, I have a high resonance and feel I will be recommending. It's a four or five for me. Jess? Yeah, I, I agree with um, pretty much everything Mama K said. I think the resonance and feels high. I'm just going to give it a five. I don't think oh. I hated the ending as much as you guys did. I hated the picnic scene, like the last 30 seconds that could have been chopped <laughs> off. But the family's reaction and everything, I didn't hate. And I think it's because the whole time I thought they were making Wally so likable because he was going to die. But Wally didn't die. Exactly. So I was like, oh, this we is We were great. just too happy that Wally was still t- was still alive at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I really did think they were, like, setting him up to die because he kept saying, don't come, don't come. And he secretly came. And I was like, oh, man. he's." And I thought that phone booth scene, I'm like, this yeah. guy. But no, he didn't. So I think that's, that's just what made me happy. Um, and I'm glad everyone's reaction was, like, for the most part, positive. Um, it would have been fake if, you know, there wasn't one family member or that wasn't like, oh, no, we, we accept you. But for the most part, it was great. And I, I'm glad that um, Neva finally um, saw her her brother's boyfriend because I know that she's been wanting to for so long. I'm actually surprised she hasn't, like, made a trip herself or done anything. But, no, I I really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm giving it a five. I think it's, it's a movie I needed to see for 2020 because... There hasn't been any good ones at all, and this one actually like has any some depth good ones. to it. So. There hasn't been any yeah. good movies. I mean, I'm not going to argue with Jess on that. It's been really slim pickings, and I think that this was this was kind of a, a little gem. Yeah, I, I think you guys are setting. It's just so. Um, 
it's fine. It's just so fine. Like it's it's like a good. It's like what? Well, I don't. I'm not gonna remember anything about this. Like n- n- none of the, none of this is like super sticky. Like I'm not like I'm not gonna remember this in a year or a couple of years. Like I, you know, it's just there's nothing super special going on here. I I like what I like about the end is that the choice it makes. It's the it's the line to the old lady when the old lady's like like oh you're so sweet you're gonna burn in hell but you're really sweet like and he says like and he says you know that's the best you can do. It's meeting people where they are. I think that's a good message right. because that's not that's not really the line anymore. Um, there's not really a lot of meeting people where they are. It's kind of like. And that's for anything. Actually. Well, when I was reading I mean, not just... the negative reviews, most of the people there's like kind of two schools. One school is too melodramatic crap. E for me, I'm like, yeah, I I'm with that. I still think it's good enough to like pass, but I I, I get that. But the other critique is the ending where he like the family is like, yeah, fine, fine, you're gay. I'm I'm I will I will allow you to exist, and then Frank just kind of takes that. I think people think that's giving too much of a pass to the family to just like let them be to make it them the good guys for or not the good guys but like they're okay now that they've uh, you know now that they're not openly mean to him because the most sex or the most homophobic member of the family's dead. Yeah, but you can't you can't set twenty twenty values on a nineteen seventy film. You know what I mean? You can't the not a film. So if from this let's, let's pretend nineteen seventy sensibility. So if this happened to if this were a twenty like if this happened in twenty fifteen and and the family behaves this way, is that not okay then at that point? I think it's a little more. I think first of all, it wouldn't have been a. Uh, I don't think there it would have been much of a surprise to anyone. I kind of get the feeling it wasn't much of a surprise to anyone anyway. But I think it would have been you wouldn't have somebody this far in the closet. You know, a forty six, forty eight year old man. Uh, living with another man and people not, you know. Well, they didn't know he lived. They didn't know he li- didn't live. I still, f- I feel like there's still a lot of pockets of South and Midwest where it's not super different from this now. Like instead of progressing the 50 years, maybe it's been like 10 as far as like uh, as far as gay pro- acceptance progression. I still think there's probably a lot of places that where a guy would not come out and like just go hide away in some city where he could be himself away from his family and barely contact them. I think that's something that would still happen now. I think it could happen, but I think it that's what did happen before. That's the difference is like, there was no choice. You did that. I mean, having the dad have that reaction was probably a hundred percent reaction of what most people would have. So I think that it is very different. And while it's not what you would want and it's not perfect that you still have to give credit for the fact that this is a 50 year difference and and things things are different as they should be but i i don't think that there's as many as as you think there is that that's happening right now hmm. yeah i really don't all right well i i i i like the cho- i like the choice of meeting people where they are but i could see that as as a valid complaint as well but really my biggest problem with this other than it, it's just it's just fine it's just eh, you know me i don't like eh, fine so i'm gonna give like the resins f- right. what would have been a better ending for this i was trying to, as it was ending and i was dissatisfied i was trying to figure out what um would have been a better ending without having it be melodramatic i mean because even more melodramatic well i think one i think and usually I'm not for more time. I think it could have used a little more time. It feels very like the, he. It feels right. It does feel right. He he comes out of the the meet out of the the meeting the the will reading, and rushes off, and we, they have to find him. And then the next time we see the family, 
all but for in for all intents and purposes, they're all accepting of him in you know in in their own way in the best they yeah. can for that time. But that like <laughs> right. that is that's kind of the say that's kind of safe. I mean. Maybe it should have taken a little long, like it should have taken longer for his brother to come around. And maybe, and maybe instead of just having that one guy whispering in the corner, like, oh, I don't know if I like this, maybe Aunt Butch should have been meaner to him and like really been not okay. Maybe the family should have been more split on their accepting and not expect- accepting. And that should have caused yeah. more of a riff. And that would have maybe felt more real. And as opposed to, it, at the end, you're kind of just like, oh, wrap a bow on this family. Like, yeah, they had their problems, but now yeah. now we're all a little bit better and we understand each other a little bit more. That's the melodrama. That's the, that's the oh, uh, let's send them all home, roll credits, everyone's all happy and fine. Look, everyone loves Wally. They're all accepting of Wally? I don't know. I just don't. I, right. That seems that <laughs> seems unlikely to me. That seems like, let's make everyone happy at the end, which I was happy when in the beginning when I liked our crew, but uh yeah, it's it reeks of. But they also like never see Frank. It's not like he lives with them and he's like keeping the secret from everyone. Like he's in New York and he comes around like every so often. So it's not like they are super attached to him in the first place. Yeah, I guess it's just the difference right. of like, oh, my own flesh and blood is is dating this gay Arab man in the south. How dare like that? <laughs> I feel like that should be more of a problem for this family the way they were portrayed at the beginning. And that would have been more realistic for them for them to all just be like, I don't like it, I don't get it, but I, I accept it. That's that's a really boring choice. <laughs> and well, and also it's like, well, we cut off the really big bad head in Mac Daddy, Daddy Mac, whatever. Right. If and Daddy Mac so were still here, he'd still be causing can... a stink. But that, he's the only one gone, so there you go. Yeah, I mean, there is that. I I agree, uh, but it's yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I I think that so there should have been more. For pe- the people that are mad that they think that they're pl- just placating them, wouldn't they be furious if there were people who actually were in, you know, if there were characters that actually mattered that didn't accept it? Well, they don't. You know what I mean, but would they be that much more pissed? I don't know. I don't think so. Because then they're then they're villains. Then they're they're villainous in the beginning and they end. Villainous. Oh, I see. Like by making because they were gotcha. to them they're villainous in the beginning and now they're redeemed right. because they go fine. You're gay. Like that's not a very. Like, you see how that's not, like, satisfying? Like, their arc is to be like, ha, hey, thank God you don't have a black wife, to, well, you're gay, but right. I guess I gotta deal with it. Right. Like, that's not, a, that's a very small movement in uh, as far as a, a, to- a tolerance, but, yeah, I'm lo- I'm a little lower on the versions field. I'm not gonna, this isn't gonna stick with me. I'm, a, I'm at, like, a three. Uh, yeah. We're at the end here. Jess, you gonna recommend this Uncle Frank here? Yeah, I will recommend it. I think it's um, a good... It's a good thing to watch, you know, around the holidays with your family. It's a family kind of movie. I mean, it is a little melodramatic, so maybe if you want to set the mood, but I th- I think it was a good watch and something needed for 2020. Okay. Yeah, I'm also going to recommend this movie. I think it's, an, it's you know, it's, it's a subject that's interesting to sort of delve into how, and, and also to look at the differences between, like, except for other Southern families, apparently in Brennan's point of view, how things are different, you know, how, how um, things are different now than, than they were back then. And I really feel sad for, for the character, for uh, Paul Bettany's character. I mean, the, I don't know, the amount of self-loathing and he was so proud to like give his dad a birthday gift. And then his dad just shot all over it. It was like, Oh God, you know, (laughs) somebody kill this man. Then all of a sudden mama calls and he's dead. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, (laughs) prayers answered well that's a prayers do get answered yeah i mean frank was like i've been like fantasizing how to kill my dad my whole life and now he's finally dead (laughs) 
<laughs> but he's so affected about the thing is is he loves his family and he's so he's still affected by his dad's death you know it's like it, as much as you know you don't want him to love his family he does and he still always identifies like you know i'm he's or he was making food he was like you know i am a southern guy so he, right. he does identify as where he is from and that's a big part of it and i think that you just have that melancholy longing of of wanting to be accepted that you know is just uh and then to have the you know the bonus of your your first boyfriend killing himself over something that you said to him and yeah awful awful yeah that's plus wally but but that's Waleed's great but yeah plus wally yeah, that, and that, but that's why <laughs> frank the character is so good is because he works at yeah he works at every turn he ter- he mines the good the good out of every scene that could be too melodramatic or too uh saccharine or it, and he and he makes it like real and he's the one who has like the arc of he, he's the one who has to be like, kind of the bigger person at the end and accept everything and like like he he wants to be accepting this, and he has like this self hatred going on with himself, and uh, you know he's not perfect at the end, but he's better than where he started. So he arcs nicely. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I re- I recommend this because I think I pretty much everyone would like this. I it's a nice, fine three star movie for me. It's like a, turn it on unless you're you know turning on in front of your super anti gay friend or uncle or something. Other than that guy, <laughs> everyone's gonna probably just be like, that was a nice, that was a nice, warm, comforting movie. Aren't we all? Don't we all feel better about ourselves now? Which again, those aren't really my type of movies. Usually, I want a little more than that, but uh, it's fine. It's 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 okay. So three recommends of varying degrees for Uncle Frank. So yeah, if you flip on a movie everyone in your family can tolerate, except maybe that one guy, uh, then you just be <laughs> then uh, <laughs> the, the Mac Daddy of the family. Yeah, listen, as long as Mac, da- as long as your Mac Daddy's already dead or he's already decided to leave because he doesn't like the, the wokeness of the country, then that's fine. Um, so three and three, Uncle Frank. Uh, all right, so that's the end of this episode. Coming up next is Jess's host pick. Remind us again, Jess. What mm-hmm. what do we have coming up? What is your host pick? Um, if, what is it called again? If anything happens, I love you. It's a short on Netflix. Yeah. If anything happens, yeah. I love you. That'll be our next host pick. Everyone will be on for that. It'll be out in a few days. And then we are going to we're gonna. I think there's actually a couple weeks in here. We actually have two movies a week just because there's a lot of big stuff left to get to until i mean i don't really know what award season is going to be but there's a lot of like actually like quality stuff coming out that we got to talk about movie wise so we'll be doing those episodes as well as our uh draft episode and our top fives and superlatives those are all coming up in the coming weeks so keep listening and then uh recommendations we'll get to those at the beginning of next year probably films with the women in my life on facebook you can reach out to me on instagram i am brennan underscore pod host email the show at films with the women at i always do that films with the women at gmail.com and we are on twitter at films women pod that'll do it for this episode thank you guys for being on thank you till next time this is brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. 
This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Bye.